Time now for Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Now, here's your host, Agri-News Director, Jim Smalley. This story is about building a medical and dental clinic in a poor neighborhood in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. But there's a connection to agriculture. Daryl Dirksen is president of Glenmore Equipment Limited, a multi-line farm equipment dealership in Prince Albert. He is one of several owners and is now semi-retired and spends most of the winter in Mexico. However, Dirksen is not spending all his time soaking up the sun on the beach. He's involved in a fundraising effort to build a much-needed medical and dental clinic. He spoke to reporter Neil Billinger from Puerto Vallarta. The area is called Colonia Progreso, and it is a poverty-stricken neighborhood that is only about 50 minutes away from all the luxury and all the amenities that you would consider to be in Puerto Vallarta. And yet these are people that many of them scrounge through the dump for recyclables that they can turn in for cash to buy a little bit of food. These are people that really need a, a better chance in life than what they're getting, and they need a better chance at health. Once again, something that is not government-assisted here, they, they have to pay for it out of their own pockets, and most of them can't afford it. So we're setting up these clinics to, simply to help these people. And a lot of these people do work in the resorts, but they don't make a lot of money, do they? No, that's for sure. Minimum wage here, uh, the fortunate ones would get about the equivalent of five Canadian dollars a day. That's the fortunate ones, the ones that, the, the cooks in the back, the people that you never see, they make even less. So these people just simply cannot afford good health care. It's as simple as that. Tell us about the project that you're doing to build this uh, facility. You started a, a fundraiser back in December. Tell us uh, what you've done uh, so far. The project we're working on is in conjunction with a, with a Mexican church called Vineyard Ministries. It's a, it's a non-denominational church. And they have built a community hall in the middle of this neighborhood, Colonial Progreso. What they've done is they've offered us two 225-square-foot rooms that we could use and set up as a medical clinic and a dental clinic. It's free of charge for us to use them. We have to raise the money, we have to equip them, we have to man it, we have to run it, we have to do everything. They're just giving us the free square footage. But it's a very generous offer. So with that in mind, myself and two people from Thunder Bay, Ontario, have, uh, you know, we've, we've picked up the ball, we've decided to run with it, and things are going very, very well so far. But we need to raise about $30,000 to pay for the dental and the medical equipment that we have already ordered and will actually be here within the next two weeks. Once it's all in place, who's going to do all the medical work? The clinics will be manned by local Mexican volunteer doctors and dentists. These are professionals that would normally never get to see the people of this neighborhood because the people of this neighborhood cannot afford to go to doctors and dentists. So they're helping us purely out of their desire to promote good health. And uh, it'll be all on a volunteer basis. It'll it'll start small. It'll start with a, a half day or, or two half days a week. And and hopefully from there grow into like a full-time clinic. But it's all done with volunteer help, that's for sure. Has there been a pretty good response to your fundraising uh, efforts? The fundraising efforts have really been excellent. You know, we've been raising money since December 15th. We've now reached $15,000. We'd like to hit the $30,000 mark by the end of April, but there's a lot of people who are not aware of this project. And, and you know, thanks to people like you helping us get the word out, the more people find out about it, the more people can uh, participate because there are people that want to help that just aren't aware of it. And every little donation makes a difference, you know, $15, $20, it all adds up. Absolutely, and every donation is appreciated, and every donation will get a charitable tax donation receipt, that's for sure. 
Daryl Dirksen, president of Glenmore Equipment Limited in Prince Albert. He's involved in a fundraising effort to equip a medical and dental equipment in a very poor area of Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. We'll have more details on the donation process tomorrow at the same time. The Western Canadian Wheat Growers Association is gearing up for their 47th annual convention in Saskatoon later this month. It kicks off on February 28th and runs through March 2nd. Wheat Growers Executive Director Robin Spears says the convention delegates will hear from an excellent lineup of insightful speakers. Uh, we're going to have uh, yeah, a good, good list of speakers and tours, uh, kind of looking at the full agriculture value chain in, um, in Saskatchewan and in Western Canada. So good roster of folks, um, you know, from grain marketing to what's going on in transportation and what's going on uh, in plant and soil science. And, of course, uh, there's so much activity happening in, in Saskatoon right now, there's uh, really no better place to, uh, to have the convention this year. Spears says one of the keynote speakers at the convention will be Dr. Robert Zubrin, a nuclear and astronautical engineer. He's a rocket scientist, so we were kind of joking, well, uh, farmers will learn about uh, grain marketing, uh, better grain marketing and rocket science at, uh, at our convention. Yeah, Dr. Zubrin, he's actually from Denver, Colorado. He's the uh, preeminent uh, Mars scholar, in fact. Uh, wrote a book on uh, on how we get to Mars. Uh, works with NASA on some projects, but he's also uh, he, you know he's a scientist and he's an innovator. So he's talking about uh, you know how technology and innovation that's ultimately going to solve a lot of our issues and how there there remains a threat from anti-development activists out there today who are opposed to modern farming, um, you know modern crop protection products, modern seeds, modern equipment. Um, that sort of thing. So he's going to talk about, you know, the good news of, of farming uh, and, uh, and where we're going. And I think that'll be, uh, that'll be an interesting keynote uh, at lunch on March 1st. Spears says a big hit at the Wheat Growers Conventions are some of the tours they offer. It's winter, so we can't go and see any uh, research plots. But we've got uh, Dr. Kochian, who's the Canada Excellence Research Chair at the U of S, uh, and he works at the Global Institute for Food Security. So he's a world-leading authority on uh, on soil science and plant science, so he'll be speaking. Um, but on the tours, yeah, we wanted to stick with that theme, uh, like our speakers, with the ag value chain uh, in Saskatchewan and what this means for farmers and our industry colleagues. So we're going to tour, uh, you know, an iconic brewery, Great Western Brewing, uh, they're a good industry partner of ours, and of course, uh, a huge consumer of uh, of barley and uh, and in for wheat, for that matter, uh, from Saskatchewan. Uh, there's also a craft distillery that's opened in Saskatoon, and they use again a lot of a lot of rye and barley and and wheat from uh, from Saskatchewan. So we'll do some tours and tastings at the brewery and the distillery, and then the largest agriculture manufacturing plant in Canada is in Saskatoon, uh, the New Holland facility. So we're going to do a tour there and. Uh, See how they make drills and cedars and planters, and uh, a lot of uh, a lot of the farm equipment we uh, we use here on the prairies. The federal carbon tax and the wheat growers' petition against the tax is bound to garner a lot of discussion at the wheat growers' convention. The petition has had uh, you know overwhelming success. Actually, we've had uh, over four thousand farmers from Western Canada sign our petition uh, against uh, a carbon tax on farmers and food. Um, we still have that petition page up at carbontax.wheatgrowers.ca because, of course, throughout 2017, um, there's going to be a lot of discussion on, on how this is going to be implemented because we know that farmers are, in fact, sinking carbon. Um, they've got a great news environmental story today. So that's all positive, but if farmers are going to get taxed on fertilizer and inputs and hauling and all of that on the, on the front end and, and the back end for that matter, 
I mentioned we're touring a brewery and a distillery and and a and a factory. Um, those those create a lot of emissions as well, uh, and we don't want to uh, we don't want to punish them or hamstring them in their efforts to grow. The Trudeau government's Economic Advisory Council has identified agriculture as one of the sectors of our economy that has a considerable potential for growth. Spear says a carbon tax could inhibit the industry's ability to expand. Ag is a good news story. Uh, the whole sector, and it, it is going to be an economic driver for Canada. So we don't want to put our farmers and our industry at a competitive disadvantage. So we, uh, we've still got a lot of concerns there and, and uh, continue to work on that issue. For more information on the Wheat Growers 47th Annual Convention and registration details, visit wheatgrowers.ca slash events. The Market Update on The Source, 620 CKRM. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Oats are up 336 to 173.69. Canola is down a dollar 60 to 489.02. Number one red spring wheat is down 84 cents to 235.40. The rest were unchanged. Durham 281.36. Feed barley 134.14. Flax 480.55. Yellow peas 312 dollars. And feed wheat 136.48. The livestock report on the source 620 CKRM. This is Grant Barnett with the Market Report. Hard on livestock here in Moose Jaw. 700 cattle on offer here in Moose Jaw for the week. This year in the market looked like it was fully steady to the previous week. The cow market may be two to four bucks higher in spots on these real good kind of cows. These good, big, strong cows are going to bring from 85 to 95, right up to 96, seven bucks on the high yielding kinds. Medium hay cows from 86 to 90. These feeding cows, they're going to bring anywhere from 95, right up to a dollar 15, 20 on the light, light end of them. The big bulls look like they're a couple, three bucks stronger too. Like I said, the feeder cattle block market looked like it was fully steady. Pre-start sale here again on Tuesday, February 14th. Expecting a good run for that one. For more market information, give Heartland Moose Jaw a call at 692-2385. This is Grant Barnett reporting. Let's have one great afternoon. Now here's the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. This is the Hams Market Commentary for Monday, February 13th. Hams sold 4,500 hogs Friday, selling in a range of 171 to 172 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 4,000 head, selling in a range of 170 to 171 per CKG. Hog prices for the week ending Friday, February 10th were SIG 3, 168.82, SIG 4, 168.23, SIG 5, 168.53, Cash 16703, Britco 16066, Thunder Creek 16055, and High Life 16812. Cash hogs today are called steady to $1 higher, while lean hogs are trading mostly lower, and the Canadian dollar is up 5 basis points, trading at 0.7647 cents US. Cash hogs Friday were down 82 cents per hundredweight, while the cutout was up 36 cents per hundredweight. Packer margins are currently estimated at $30 per head black. Hog slaughter maintained its growth trend of 3 to 4% higher than year-ago levels, with last week's total coming in at 2.364 million hogs, 3.7% larger than the same week in 2016. Jim Smalley's Agri-Weather on The Source, 620 CKRM. Sunshine today, wind northwest at 30 kilometers an hour, gusting to 50 throughout the afternoon, high plus one. Clear skies tonight, wind west at 20 kilometers an hour, dying down overnight, dropping to a low of minus 8. For Valentine's Day tomorrow, a mix of sun and cloud, high minus 1, low minus 5. Sunny Wednesday, high plus 4, low minus 2. Sunshine on Thursday, and a high of plus 8, and a low of minus 2. Sunny again Friday, again a warm high of 6, and a low of minus 6. And the normal this time of year is around minus 7 for a high, and minus 19 for a low. The sun rose at 8.13 this morning and will set at about 6.12 this afternoon. 
Taking a look around the province, Saskatoon this hour is plus two, Prince Albert plus five, Swift Current plus one, Estevan is sitting at zero, Weyburn plus one, and Yorkton is plus three. In Moose Jaw right now, mainly sunny, the wind from the northwest at 28 kilometers an hour, humidity at 67%, pressure at 102.2 and rising, and it's plus two. And in Regina right now, partly cloudy skies, the wind from the west at 22 kilometers an hour, humidity 71%, pressure 102.1 and rising, and we are sitting at plus one. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. For Jim Smalley, I'm Drew Posty.